We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to the 17th episode. We skipped a week. Yes, we did. We did. We skipped a week. We were very busy with... Uh, yeah. I forgot what we were busy with. No. But but I, went, I went wine tasting last Sunday. Okay. That was a lot of fun. So, that, so sorry, that's what people. we did on our on your Sunday. What did what did I do last Sunday? I oh I watched my fantasy football team uh burn uh <laughs> with Melvin Gordon's injury in oh. the second quarter and TJ Yates tearing his ACL in the second quarter. Uh, meanwhile Brock Osweiler sitting on my bench decides to throw, I think, three and then yeah. run one. This um, is why I, I have resolved to stop playing fantasy football next year. Yeah. It's a racket. You can never win. But yet, but yet, we will all play again come yeah. next season. No, I've said that. <laughs> I've said this for at least the past four years. Like, I've won one year, and then I decided, okay, I'm never playing again. I'm never doing this again. Steve from HR is the only team I ever have that will win. Is that, actually, it might have been Phil from Accounting. I forget which name I used. That one's a good one, though. Phil from Accounting is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I think Steve from HR was the one that won, though. I'm going to go with Matt from IT next year. Yeah. And that's... <laughs> that one works. <laughs> that one, that one <laughs> Just weird. got your ass kicked by Matt from IT. Man, oh, man. <laughs> Oof. Oh, the analytics from Matt <laughs> from the IT department. Oh, oh, Lord. He also works for pro football focus in his spare time. That's right. He's he's probably the guy managing your DFS. Yeah. One of these things that... One thing that I was, I was listening to the uh, Cardinals-Packers game on the way over here, and uh, speaking of football in general, just a guy whose name jumped out, uh, Aaron Rodgers got picked off in the end zone by Justin Bethel, who, if you do not remember him, he was the only player who scored for Presbyterian when we played them. And his name's Bethel. Yeah. he He got two... I think he blocked a punt, and then he returned a fumble for a touchdown. That's incredible. And he's now a two-time Pro Bowler with the Cardinals, and he's in the spot that Tyron Matthew was in up until he tore his ACL last week. Yeah, which, by the way, that that was that's heartbreaking. The dude's see. having a great year, yeah. and he's been having great years because he's extraordinarily talented. If, anyone, aside. if anyone in the NFL can come back and become a pro bowler the season after tearing another ACL, it's Tyron Matthew. Yeah. There's, I don't think there's any other, I don't think anyone can dispute that. He's already done it once. I think it was an ACL. I'm pretty sure it was an ACL. It was ACL. something just with a knee. took him out he, for yeah. a while. He can do it again. Yeah, He's totally. Really... He may have to rely a little more on just instinct, but I have no doubt that he can do that. The honey badger takes what he wants. He does. Uh, He's coming for the gold, sucker. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the words of Booker T, the other part I can't say because he called Hulk Hogan the N-word. <laughs> um, it's a great scene. Just some, I guess some other football news right now just to talk about is the Panthers just lost today. Yeah. 14 and 1. Riverboat Ron is now 14 and 1, which probably solidifies the point that if the, Cardinals, if the Cardinals lose today. Which they won't. They're which they, Yeah, which they at won't. At this point, you, you just rest your guys. Yeah, just. You don't. Take it down. Gosh. Yeah. Um, and Listen then, to Popovich. There's a reason why they've <laughs> won five titles under him. Yeah, despite getting with all these fines for not playing guys yeah. on certain days, which DMP doesn't make sense. Old. Yeah. Um, yeah, that pretty much is. Uh, you know, it's bowl season. Yeah. It's bowl season. Have you seen any bowl games recently? Oh, God. I've, I've watched a few on and off. Um, I watch, God, what have I watched? It's been a while since I've been, it's been Christmas and whatnot, so. I watched the Duke one, uh, where they finally won their first bowl game in like, I mean, they've been going to bowl uh, games for like the last four years. I think it was since 1968 or 69 when they won in the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, they said, there was a stat that they put up that said the the last time Duke won in a bowl game um, over that period of time, up until 2015, Duke has won what uh, five national championships in basketball. In basketball, yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> that makes sense. Duke's one bowl game really is equivalent to five, five national, national championships, championships in basketball. That's incredible. Um, um, uh, gosh, what was the last bowl game I watched? It was I. Like, it was last week, uh, before, uh, like Tuesday or Wednesday. Watching something, but was I was it the remember. New Mexico one? Uh, no, that Arizona. was the that was the nineteenth. Uh, yeah. man, this is gonna bother me. I'll figure it out <laughs> later. But I mean, we'll get to the other bowl games later. But for me, the most the the one that I most enjoyed was the Wazoo game last uh, yesterday. Just yeah, the playing the, in the snow in New Mex in the New Mexico Sun Bowl. Yeah, no, they're still in Texas for that. Oh, is it Texas? They're in El Paso. Which El Paso, is, Texas, which is right next to New Mexico. <laughs> granted, but. So it's the Sun Bowl. Yes. But it was a blizzard. Yes. It's December. I, I, they figured, oh, Sun, <laughs> South Texas, Southwest Texas, at that. I, w- I was just, I was so confused. I was, it was just utter. We'll talk about the other Pac 12 bowl games later on, but it's I was the, just it's utterly. It's the day after tomorrow scenario yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even, it wasn't even just like light snow. It was. It was to the was point. Coming. Yeah, it was to the point where like you couldn't tell. Uh, like, was that is that leech like eating his headset, or is it you know is he eating a snow cone on his like on his head, or I don't know what he was doing. It he was had, just he had some two for one coupons <laughs> for snow cones. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh. oh, was it was it Larry from the Dr Pepper commercials just giving him on the sidelines? He's, That's what it was. He's more worried about the playoff. <laughs> He's not worried about the Sun Bowl. The, the Marcus Allen playoffs. That's small, like, Diet Dr. Pepper with cherry for him. Uh, it's not worth it. Get your ice cold Dr. Pepper. Yeah, there it's it true. Since we're, on the oh, play- it's true. since we're on the playoff talk, uh, do um, you, you know what? Let's give, our, let's give a bold prediction. Uh, who, who do you think is going to make it to the National Championship game, and who do you think is going to win it? I'm going Clemson and Michigan State, and I'm picking Sparty. Oh, wow. I think is it just instinctual or a bit of instinct, bit of luck. Michigan State has had the proverbial golden horseshoe up their ass a couple times this year. They beat both Michigan and Ohio State without ever leading during the game. Yeah, well, they, and they also beat Iowa on that 
on the that just I don't know how to, how to describe that last run from that that championship game, but yeah, that yeah, uh, they they've got the luck factor on their side, so yeah, I think they can do it, and they've got the even though Narduzzi isn't there as their defensive coordinator, they still have the same defense. Yeah, and I like that style of defense. They have very good cornerbacks and. It's just pure. Play with anyone. It's just speed and strength. Literally, yeah. it's Connor Cook. Well, I don't think he's the best quarterback in the in NCAA. He's near the top. Yeah, he's in the top tier. Yeah. Um, for me, I picked the same too. Except I picked Clemson to win it. I yeah. just Deshaun Watson for me just has that. He's really good. I mean, they're undefeated. They're they're undefeated, and I just think that that just that it's the hard momentum. To pick them yeah. That way. yeah, the momentum just carries in, and Deshaun Watson, I think can do that little bit more, at least in the college game, can do that a little bit more than Connor Cook can. Yeah. And if they're down by a touchdown or if they're up at any point, I think Deshaun Watson can pace that game enough to win it for Clemson. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see it go, the, see every everything I just said go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's because never am, happened before. I am not an expert, people. <laughs> do not take my word as anything except, I don't know. We're mere amateurs. Like, are we even amateurs? Uh, is there a below amateurs? Well, we're not paid, so we're technically amateurs. I think I think there has to be a word for a tier below amateurs. I think if that's where we're at. That would be uh, not doing this. <laughs> so. Beginners. Even beginners are amateurs. Novice. Like, ah, uh, I can't think of a good example that isn't vulgar. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Am- we are amateurs. Some that's, other time. That's our definition. Some other here. time. Um, so let's move on to our bowl game. Yes. Um, Cal plays, by the time this, this podcast is up, Cal plays Air Force tomorrow. Yes. Uh, December 29th. At 11 a.m. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be sitting at work watching because I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> at work. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. I work in the family business. All I have to do is monitor. <laughs> um, Cal plays uh, Air Force again, yes. December 29th, 11 a.m., uh, that's Pacific time uh, on ESPN. Um, looking at this media uh, guide right now, Dave Fleming, Mike Bellotti on the call. Um, I always like Bellotti. Yeah, I like Bellotti too. Um, and you know what? That that pretty much sums it up. Uh, Air Force uh, this season eight and five, six and two, uh, first in the Mountain Conference. Um, their last 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 game San Diego State 24-27 who we beat. Yep. So by transitive property we should win this game. Yeah, we should win by uh, 31 if yeah. transitive property holds. Yeah. Um just some other little specs of new or specs of information uh Air Force is led by head coach Troy Calhoun in his ninth season at Air Force. Been there forever and he has a good record. Yeah. So. This is pretty incredible. Um I can't yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, Trace, you did the, the uh, offensive scouting report yeah, against on, Air Force. Honestly, so. not the greatest scouting report I've ever done. <laughs> Just because they they do one thing and one thing only, and that is option. The triple, the option, option, option. 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 It's the veer. So, essentially, watch. Remember the Titans a few times, and it's pretty much <laughs> what they do. It's all based on. Hey, we're gonna run it down your throat. You have to know your reads on defense. 
we're going to run it with either of three people. Yeah. You have to pick which one we're going to run it with yeah. every time. I mean, they telegraph uh, which direction they go in because of the motion, but that can always be, like, faked out of. As a counter. Just yeah. s- s- if, we, if we bite on that, like, three times, they're just going to run a counter. We're just gonna, <laughs> everyone's just going to shift. Yeah, and, they, and they'll run play action off of that. No intermediate routes, I I noticed. they You can't really run intermediate routes when you don't have the size yeah. on your offensive line. So they'll run deep routes and they'll run short routes. And they have a running back named Timothy McVeigh, which is the most... That's a bad name for a person <laughs> at this point. No Oklahoma City references here, though. Nope. That's just horrible. But he's... He is their secret weapon, as we were told by the Air Force people. And uh, Jacoby Owens is their big guy who will get the bulk of the carries. He'll be uh, he'll be at the fullback spot behind the quarterback. Uh, McVay will be on one side. Uh, Driscoll or Washington will be on the other side. They'll, they have quarterback Carson Roberts, who's going to be leading them out there. He's pretty good. He's not great. He completes about maybe 52% of his passes. They only throw about 10 passes a game. So you're not going to see too much air airfare for them, ironically enough. I mean, so basically that, that just means our defense is going to come down to our linebackers and D-line being very, very disciplined. Yeah, we get, to, pl- we get to play three linebackers this time, which yeah. I feel like we've done well with. Yeah. Except against Stanford, but that's a whole different story. Yeah, the only thing that I'm upset about with this matchup is just that since Devontae Downs won't be playing, yeah. it's just, dang it, like it would have been perfect. Yeah, he would have um, had a pretty good game against these guys. Yeah. Since he's the he has some of the best burst on our defense. Yeah. Just athletically, I think he's the most talented mm-hmm. out of the linebacking core. Just uh, lateral speed, vertical speed, just anything. He can go. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's... um. Let's do the old thing. Let's do the uh, what to expect and who to look out for. So what do you expect to see, Trace? I expect us to go down 21 to nothing early, and then Chase Forrest comes in, completes 16 of 18 passes, three touchdowns, leads us to a victory. Uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but what I expect <laughs> is it's going to be tough in the early going, just adjusting to the option, because they're probably working on it in practice right now, or they have worked on it in practice but the practice is a little, a lot different than actual game speed, and you're seeing a team that does this every single week, yeah. game in and game out. And you have to be disciplined in your reads. The middle linebacker has to come down to the fullback. The end, the unblocked end has to come down to the quarterback. The outside linebacker has to go down to the running back, so on and so forth. Yep. And just blowing it up every single time, no matter where the ball may be going. And that, that's tough. And I think it's going to take us a quarter or so to adjust. But after that, their secondary is vulnerable. We can throw over the top. I think we could probably run on these guys, too. Yeah. But don't quote me on that. <laughs> so I think we'll win. It's going to be tough, but I think it will happen. So what do you think about it? Um, You know what? This is going to – this might be the biggest – test for us leading into next season and of course that's the case since it's our last game this season and i'm not i'm not trying to state the obvious here but what i'm trying to say is this is a 
this is one of those games where it is a bowl game, yet it's also a good chance for our young guys to come out and see if they can they can build like so this is their like tryout game, I wanna say, kind yeah. of. Um, you know, like D line guys like Cameron Saffle, um, defensive guys like Ray Ray, who's gonna have to yeah. end up taking the starting spot, you know, with with guys like Barton leaving, mm-hmm. Jay Jefferson leaving. Allensworth continuing to exactly. step up. Uh, whoever's know, whoever plays D B as well. I mean like Cam Walker. Exactly. Antoine Albert. I haven't seen him too much, but I feel like if he gets out there. Yeah. You know, so it's just one of those things for me where it's just if they can play well and the you know it gives. I think it's just it's it's twofold because if they if the young guys play well, then it's beneficial for the older guys because they'll have fun playing in their final game as a Cal Bear. Yeah, you know, and then they'll play better, and then you know it's it's just it'll it'll work off each other. But I think that's the basic X factor for me is can the younger guys since. Since it is a bowl game, I'm pretty sure Coach is going to allow for a little more rotation, a little yeah. bit of a deeper rotation on every position except for the quarterback spot unless we're up 45. 50. Yeah. I mean, I think if we're up by 35, I think, by by the third or by like the end half, of the third. Halfway through the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, it'll be Forrest's turn to shine. But, um, but yeah, if, if we can do that and they play well when they're given the chance, this is going to be a fun game to not only see – just the end of Cal football 2015, but also to see what 16 might actually hold for us. Yeah. And I think leading into who to look out for is that last game for Daniel Lasco. Yep. Setting off in his home state, much like Justin Forsett in 2007. And he had one a hell of a game. Yeah. He's one of the best Cal running backs ever. Yep. And I think Lasco has the potential to do that if he's uh, healthy enough. Yep. Yeah, I think just one... I think Lasco just needs that one run. Yeah. He needs that 125-plus yard run where, you know, where he does this thing where he, he cuts back, you know, where he maybe does a spin, maybe does a little little hop step over a guy who tackles someone. Exactly. One of those, and it's just it's just boosts his confidence into the stratosphere, and that's going to be his game. I can see that happening. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, who to look out for? Any of the defensive guys, any of the DBs that yeah. step in, we know what D White can do. We know what Allensworth has done this season. Can any of the other guys come in and just solidify taking D White's spot next season? I think that's the big thing. It's going to be tough because yeah. we've got we've got a bunch of guys who are going to come in and try for that, like Marlo Sean Franklin. Yeah, as a G- JC, as a JC guy, and just the guys who didn't play as much this year. Yeah, so. We shall see. It'll uh, it'll definitely be something interesting to watch. Yeah. Uh, so our keys to victory, Trace. How do we win? How do we win our first bowl game since 2011? Well, we didn't win that one. We so didn't. First bowl our win la- uh, first since 2008. Eight. But our first bowl game since 2011. Yeah, I was at that one. I was working that one. At Qualcomm Stadium is not a place to be. Uh-uh. It's very old. Yes, it's quite dingy. But it's, a key to victory is just defensive players knowing their reads, knowing what you have to stop on the option. I'm not sure how the defense is going to play the option in this one. Yeah, is it going to be a straight man? Is it going to be a shift zone? Like, I don't I don't know how it's going to be either. But As long as it's not what we used against Nevada in 2010, <sighs> then I'm fine with everything. 
a moment of silence for that game because that, <laughs> that was we a... made Colin Kaepernick a very wealthy man because of that. Same yeah. with uh, Bethel, as I mentioned earlier. We yeah. made some. Uh, same with Austin Safarian Jenkins. Yep. Tedford actually picked him, so uh, he could. Austin Safarian Jenkins. It just as a side note, I think he can still develop into a pretty. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's gonna be good. His physical tools is just outstanding. Um, but that's besides the point. But either way, we basically made all these guys look like amazing college superstars. <laughs> and wealthy men. Yeah. So if we're not careful, if... Um, Maybe we were playing the long call on, a Ka- on Kaepernick. We gave him the confidence. He went to the Niners. And then if Goff comes out, he can take his spot. So that was the long... <laughs> that, was, that was a very, very long con. Yeah. It's like... That's like Cart- a six-year, seven-year con. Cartman making Scott Tennerman eat his parents' loveless <laughs> long con. Best episode of South Park, by the way. So, basically, if if we don't do our job well, we're going to make Carson Roberts look very good. Yes. Very good. Carson with a K, too. Yeah. That's horrible. <laughs> I mean, the name Carson in general, ugh. But with a... It's like Corey with a K, Cameron with a K... Ah, uh, God, there's others, and they all make me very angry. I won't say Clay with a K, because I like Clay. Christina with a K? Yeah, that's worse. Crystal, or Crystal? <laughs> Crystal. Okay. Um, actually, uh, speaking of, uh, Clay Thompson's brother is named Trace, but it's spelled wrong. It has a Y in the middle, because Michael Thompson hates spelling things right. So T-R-A-Y-C-E. Wow. Yeah, because Michael Thompson, he originally his name was spelled with the It's normal, a Y. M I C H A L. He changed it while he was at uh, Minnesota. Oh, so it's M Y C H A L if I remember correctly. And then correctly. he went to uh whoever he went to, Portland. Yeah. Went to the Spurs for a little while, got traded to the Lakers for Frank Brokowski. <laughs> Played very well with the Lakers yes, for a while. Yes, they won a title there because yeah. he he was the Kevin McHale stopper. Yeah. So he was very good. Um, so yeah, I guess that that's pretty much sums up our yeah. Air Force. So our prediction just uh, for the Air Force game forty two twenty four. Wow, Cal wins in a blowout. Okay, I think we drop fifty. I personally think we drop fifty. I think yeah. I think we're capable of it. I think this is one of those games where, the, in terms of offense, we just come out and we're like, "What the hell? Let's just." Screw it. Like, just throw it everywhere Shoot and anywhere. Shoot to thrill, play to kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Goff has probably, like, 400 yards throwing. And yeah. Kenny has, like, 150 yards receiving. If Kenny plays. If, yeah, if he plays. But I hope he does. He probably will. He, yeah. Um, so let's just uh, wrap up the Cal football talk with some recruiting use. Yes. Uh, we have a couple of things here. Yeah. We'll start with uh, the Eric King. I don't know how to say his name though. If I'm, if anyone knows how to say his name, and please let yes. me know. Is please it, send it to us yeah. at or to at, Rob at 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 Rob eleven H W A N G. Yeah, because I at, is it at. is it Derek? Because it's spelled it's D apostrophe E R I Q. So it's it is it D Eric or Derek? I think it's the Eric or the Eric. So it's, you say the D with a lisp. The, the Eric. The, the Eric. Like the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. That sounds like King. a that sounds like a Game of Thrones name, like the way it's spelled. It's such a no. He's uh, he's like the Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, there it is. He's the Derek, the, the Eric, Eric King. The Eric King. 
Um, but yeah, he just visited uh, with a whole bunch of guys about two weeks ago. Uh, we talked about it, um, mm-hmm. and he just re- recently decommitted, or not? Yeah, he decommitted from TCU um, last week. So uh, Bryce Trex tweeted out, yeah, tweeted out about it. He's like, you know, another one, um, something like that. Uh, so we shall see. Coming, we're we're, we're seeing. And then yeah, the big news then, from last uh, week: Stovall committed to Cal mm-hmm. over Utah. Melkis, former so, USC commit. Yeah, something that something that I don't like at on Twitter is uh, if you're a fan of a team, don't interact with the recruit except to say congratulations. Yeah. That's it. Don't be like, we will like you so much more than another school. Don't do any of that yeah. crap. Just be like, don't welcome be to the... that guy. <laughs> just say, welcome to the family. Go Bears. Like, that, yeah. that pretty much... I, I saw a bit with the Utah fans where they're like, Cal won't treat you like we do. Their campus is ugly, so on and so forth, yeah. which is unfounded because it's freaking beautiful <laughs> over there. It's great. If you, haven't, if you haven't been to our campus, you can't say much about There's our campus. There's trees. It's nice and green. There's one ugly built, two ugly buildings. It's hilly. Yeah. It's very hilly. Yeah. You get exercise. You do get time. a lot of exercise. You get a lot of burn in your legs. Yeah. That's a why, lot. That's why my knees are so shot right now. Because <laughs> I ran up those damn hills. But aside from Evans and the architecture building, ironically. And Pimentel. Being, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Pimentel was not fun. That walk up from Memorial Glade up to Pimentel? Yeah. Woo-wee. I remember having one semester where I had to walk from the music hall to the uh, northwest corner. Oh, dear God. To, back to, uh, God, uh, uh I Dwinell, oh. then all the way to Pimentel. Oh. It was a nice little zigzag. Or maybe it was, uh, had to go one corner to Northgate, then back to Dwinell. I don't know. It was a long day. Uh, the worst, I think, for me that I've ever done was from Dwinell to the the psych building. Yeah, um, that's the one that I was thinking. Yeah, and then back to Evans for math class. Yeah. And then back down to Barrows. It's a good trapezoid there. Yeah. Like, it, it was easy because it was just, I never had to cut across campus. But whenever that day hit where I had to go, it's yeah. just, you put everything in your backpack. Like, you put, you, like your survival kit. Yeah, that was a, it was a problem. Because you're not, go, I'm, I lived in Unit 2. You're not going back to Unit 2. You, no. You're, you're starting that trek and you're not getting home till the sun sets. Yeah. I, uh, what was the, I didn't like having classes on Friday. So I scheduled most things on Tuesday, Thursdays. <laughs> so you have four hour oh, and a half classes deadly. back to back oh, to back to God. back. So, but you got a three day weekend every yeah, week. I wake up at nine o'clock Friday morning, go to play basketball for like three hours. Yeah. It would be fun. There it is. Yeah. So you can do that if you go to school here. That's why Cal's amazing. <laughs> back to the point. Uh, yes, but don't be that guy about recruits. Just say congratulations, move on. You're probably 40. Yeah. And balding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I no mean, offense. Balding yeah. is a natural thing. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I apologize if I've offended any one of you. Send your complaints to at a guy named Nam. <laughs> uh. Or at Twist and Hook. Yeah. Actually, he'd probably be more apt to handle <laughs> yeah, complaints. Yeah. But if he offends you, then uh, <laughs> that's not our fault. Uh, move it down the line a little bit. That's yeah. his prerogative. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I was watching the tape of Milky Stovall. So back to the point of Milky Stovall. Yes. I was watching his tape. He's looks 
as outstanding as a running back as ever. I mean, granted, from what he's I've gonna read, be a he, slot guy. he's going to be a slot guy. He's going to be a slot guy that we sometimes line up in the backfield. I think he's going to be one of those. I'm okay with that, like a Woodhead or Darren Sproles or something. Or even like a – I mean, currently right now the guy I can think of the most in the NFL that, that would play that part is a Tavon Austin. Ooh. You line up in the slot, and then you also line him up on the fly sweeps and then in the backfield as well as a you know, two-back two set. Uh, two back set. Yeah, and motion him out like they used to do with Javid Bass. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I think – but from what I've seen – Home run ability, one hundred percent. Sweet. Um, I saw a play in his in his uh on his huddle thing where he goes. The play is set up as a rush to the left. He gets stuffed, so he steps back. A guy is a guy is at his ankles, but he still steps back. Uh, what's it? Uh, stiff arms another guy that's coming at him, and then does a three sixty spin to the back to the right, and just starts running and cuts across the field. On the right, and then beats the beats the DB that's closing in on him on the right side Thanks. and runs it all the way for a touchdown. And this happened all on like about the forty-five yard line. So you're, what you're saying is the Benny Hill music could have been played over, <laughs> and, it, and it would have been great. Like they, there's one guy who did that with Java highlights. Exactly, that's exactly what happened. And I, granted, you know these these highlights are sometimes a little bit skewed just because they only show like all his touchdown plays. Well, they wouldn't you know, be highlights if you didn't. So. Right, right, right. But I'm saying sometimes you just got to show the normal runs, like maybe the eight, nine-yard runs that he yeah. just pushes to get. But all of these were plays where he just went from nothing to touchdown or like just a set play for him where he beats like three guys on a post route. Or he just, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Explodes. And this, for me, the second thing, and I'll end with this, is his adjustment to throws has, was pretty crazy to see. Because the quarterback that he was mm-hmm. playing with didn't seem to have a, that big of an arm. And he would run a post route at full speed, yet he would stop, readjust himself to the ball enough to beat the the guy who's covering him, but not lose that much speed. Mm-hmm. And then he would just burst back into his full speed. So that That's how you know how good he is. Yeah. I mean, the guy looks like a stud. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I think he's an early I think he's an early entry. I think so too. Which means we'll see him in spring ball and that yeah. will be fun. He's to say the least, explode onto the scene. Yeah. So. Um, that pretty much wraps up our football talk for Cal. Uh, why don't we go over some of the bowl games? Yes, they've there have been five so far. Yep. And if UCLA hadn't sucked last night, we'd still be undefeated. In we'd them. still be five and zero, oh, but we're not. We're packed all with four and one. So we'll go with the first one. We'll do a little whip around like we do usual. Saturday, December 19th, BYU played Utah. Utah right. wins. Utah got three picks in the uh, first quarter. And all thirty-five of their points in the first quarter. Yeah, Utah wins thirty-five to eight or twenty thirty-five twenty-eight. This one was one of those games where you really thought that Tanner Magnum might pull out another miracle. Like he pulled out so many at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I thought this might be another return of the Magnum miracles. Yeah, and but I it fell short. But man, it was a fun game. Well, yeah, it was the Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl. Yeah. I, can, I think Royal Purple's synthetic motor oil. Yeah, it is. And they needed some of that after the first quarter, <laughs> so they, they threw it in there. The engine started working again, but sometimes magnums will fail. So yeah. Can't always use them. Yeah. Um, and then, then we move on. We move on to the Gildan-New Mexico Bowl. Arizona plays New Mexico. This was a home game for New Mexico. 
They played in the New Mexico st- stadium. Yeah. They so didn't have to travel. No. This was basically a, a, a final home game of the season. Arizona uh, plays at New Mexico. Arizona wins 45-37. Yeah, so. they pulled it out. So the fun part about all these games is just some of these games have obscure sponsors that you have no idea what they make. <laughs> like the Belk Bowl. Yeah. I would have not known what Belk is because they're only operated in the Carolinas and around that area, but... Gildan makes uh, shirts and, and pants t-shirts, and yeah. underwear and Just stuff. like white tees and yeah. all that. So, you know, if you ever get one of those free t-shirts that you get at like basketball games yeah. or anywhere, if you look at the tag, most it's, of the time it's a, it says Gildan. Yeah, I actually uh, caught one while I was sitting on press row a couple weeks ago. Nice. Yeah. Are you allowed? Are we allowed to catch those if we're sitting on press row? I figured if it comes to me and I can reach up and catch it, it's mine. without standing up. Yeah. No, I I was sitting down. Okay. And okay. I gave it to a lady behind me because I already have enough Cal stuff. But <laughs> it was just the act of catching it that kind of vindicates everything. Yeah, it, it does feel nice when yeah. you catch those. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a, this was an all right game to watch. It wasn't that much fun, um, but eh, whatever. Uh, on to the next one. Saturday, December twenty sixth, Miami plays Washington State. This happened yesterday. Washington State wins twenty to fourteen in the Hyundai Sun Bowl. Hyundai Sun Bowl. I know what they make, obviously. So, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, if you don't, that's a little. I don't know then, where you've been. Maybe you're just not in the cars. Yeah, that could be it too. Yeah. But then again, I'm Korean and it's a Korean company, so I yeah. definitely know what it is. Oh, I even I know it's yeah. a Korean company. So, <laughs> but Washington State won their first bowl game since 2003. Yep. This was that's insane. We were talking about this game before we started recording the podcast, and. I don't know if, if any of you listeners saw this, but this was this game is called the Hyundai Sun Bowl. This is in Texas. El Paso. El Paso, Texas. And it was a blizzard. They were playing in a blizzard by the third quarter. Yeah, that I mean that's what slows down the air raid <laughs> that they run there, but I mean but I mean I'm just looking at that going, what how is how did how is this possible? You call the bowl the Sun Bowl, yet yeah. you have a blizzard, and you're in Texas. It's it was the death just bowl. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. I was just, I was just so baffled and confused. I think, yeah. But I mean, uh, what's it? Ted Miller on uh, on Twitter. That was I saw a little funny tweet. He's like, um, just no, no reasoning. But I think Washington State might be more used to snow than Miami players. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's wrong on that one. Of course not. No, Washington State has the hurricanes, and the the Miami in Miami is where you have all the blizzards, right? Um, and the Cougars. And the Cougars, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, that's what I thought. Yeah, but I, I might be wrong. Um, and then also Washington played Southern Miss. Washington wins forty four to thirty one. They Gaskin dude ran all over them. He had one hell of a game. Twenty six carries, one hundred eighty one yards, and four touchdowns. Yeah, Whew. all the touchdowns for Washington were actually rushing touchdowns, and they played their hearts out on that way. So you got to hand it to Gaskin. You got to hand it to Mickens, who had the other rushing touchdown, and their kicker made a few field goals. So solid. Yeah. In but the Zaxby's heart of Dallas I, ha- I think they make, like, rice or something. Yeah, yeah. Like they're kind of like Uncle Ben's. Yeah, I was just about to say that, and I think yeah. I think they are. Isn't that – or is that Zatarain's? Is that not Zaxby's? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. I know Zatarans. I know, does rice. yeah, Zatarans does rice. Huh? What's Zaxby's? That that is 
If anyone knows what Zaxby's is, please let us know. Yeah. We have no idea I mean, what Zaxby's is. I mean, we can easily look it up, <laughs> yeah. but I don't want to do that at this point. So. Yeah. Um, and then also the final game yesterday, UCLA, Nebraska. Nebraska wins 37-29. So Moving them to a 6-7 and seven record. There's a former Pac-12 coach beats a Pac-12 team. Yeah, Mike Riley yeah. will always upset teams yeah. in the Pac-12. So they... This... Yeah. Someone, uh, I believe it was Spencer Hall of uh, Every Day Should Be Saturday, posted a <laughs> vine of, uh, he said, he mentioned UCLA football and it, and it was um, one of those like spinning fairy Barbie things <laughs> and it flew up for a moment and there's the little girl talking about it. Then the thing flies right into a fireplace <laughs> with a lit fire and just the way they say, no. <laughs> I gotta show that to you when we're done with this, but that it was a perfect analogy because UCLA, everything always looks very good for them. They're flying high. Then they decide to throw themselves in a fire. In a big fire. The fire that is Levi Stadium. Yeah. Because this was the Foster Farms Bowl. So good chicken. Yeah. I mean we've played in the Foster Farms Bowl before. Or no? No. No, no. Uh, We played We played in it when it was the uh the emerald, the, the emerald, emerald bowl, like almond bowl. Yeah, yeah. This was bo- it was the emerald bowl, which moved on to the craft fight hunger bowl, and then now it's the, the foster, foster farm. farms bowl. And so it went it went from almonds to mac and cheese to now refrigerated chicken. chicken. Uh, I think next they're gonna have to go with like Morton Steakhouse or something. <laughs> can we go? That, can it go that high class? Uh, it'll go to caviar after that. Then it'll go back, go back down to like Franzia boxed wine. I was more thinking like Marie Callender's like frozen entrees. Yeah, you could get there. Yeah, or like PF PF Chang's frozen foods or or uh, or Trader Di- Joe's <laughs> DiGiorno. Yeah, <laughs> some DiGiorno. I think that's I think that's where it's got to go. I don't think Jor- I mean DiGiorno could probably use the uh, public press after. Uh, do you remember that that like? Uh, why I didn't leave hashtag that was going on about women sharing their stories of domestic abuse. Yes, and yes, then yes. The, the DiGiorno people posted one yeah. that was like because he had pizza. Yeah. And it was horribly funny, but they could probably use some good press. Yeah, they that. could probably use some good press. They definitely could. Or like the the Sarah Lee white bread bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like something like that. You know? They got to go away from the meats for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Franzia, yeah. boxed wine. I mean, there's a number, <laughs> like the Napa Valley Bowl. They could do that. They could. That would actually be pretty fun. Like you have all the vineyards come together. <laughs> coaches are drunk off their, you know what? Uh, should we do a short preview of the yeah. other of the other bowl games coming let's up? See. Um, let's see. Got? Wednesday, December 30th, in the National Funding Holiday okay, Bowl. Okay, that's got to be a, that isn't a real company. That's, that's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> the National Funding Holiday Bowl. I'm sorry if anyone works for National Funding. But, uh, that's just hilarious. The, yeah. So. The National... Just the way it reads. The National Funding Holiday They're Bowl. They're funding a Nigerian prince. <laughs> and if you don't send this letter to 10 other people within the next five days, you, you will have horrendous luck for the next year. Yeah. That's what know, it is. Two little girls will say, <laughs> ask you to come and play with them forever and ever and ever. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, in the National Funding Holiday Bowl, 7.30 p.m., USC plays Wisconsin. You yeah. excited, excited about this one? No. <laughs> I hate the color red. This what is very red. Yeah, and they're playing in Qualcomm, which is 
hell on earth. Yeah, well, hence why San Diego might be leaving that stadium. But so. they're but USC, no matter what, they've still got Clay Helton as a coach for the next little while. Yep. So we have that to look forward to. They'll break they're have they officially brought back Coach Ogeron as the D line coach? I don't think so. I don't think they've made any hirings yet. I, I think know he gets they the offseason too. Yeah. Which would be which would be good. Yeah, bring him back. The team loves him. Yeah. Um, that being said, I hope they lose by a lot. <laughs> and then on to uh, New Year's Day. Stanford and Iowa in the Rose Bowl game presented by Northwestern Mutual. That's a real sponsor. There you go. There it is. But go Hawkeyes. That's yeah. all I can say. They're go Hawkeyes. Please go great, Hawkeyes. Great defense. They beat the stuff out of Northwestern who beat Stanford. Yeah. So by transitive pro- property. property. <laughs> but then Stanford also... Let's see. Let's go down the line with this. Because we could probably trace it back to Iowa getting beaten by Michigan State. Who did Michigan State lose to? Nebraska. Nebraska just beat UCLA. Yeah. I'm just trying to find a way that we officially beat Iowa and by that Stanford. Because there is a way. There, there should be a way. There's just not anything I could do off the top of my head. It's the whole, it's the whole Kevin Bacon thing. It, yeah. It, Everyone knows Kevin Bacon by, what was it? Uh, six Degrees. Six Degrees, six there degrees it is. Six Degrees, Kevin Bacon. Yep, there it is. Yeah, but uh, I hope Iowa wins. I don't think they will. I think Stanford's too good, especially McCaffrey, who bothers me so much. I mean, I'm looking at his stats. It says it says 319 carries for 1,847 yards yeah. rushing on the season. Yeah, only eight touchdowns, though, because they give all the goal line carries to Ramon Wright. They do. But I'm looking at this going, this could, this game could potentially put him over 2,000 on the season. Don't let that happen, Iowa. Please don't let that happen. I have faith in you. <laughs> I don't, but I hope you do okay. I like Michigan State, and you guys almost beat Michigan State. Yeah. Which is why I want Iowa to beat Stanford. That's a really weird transit property, but it, it, it works. I just want them to beat Stanford because <laughs> I hate Stanford. Yeah, that too. That too. Um, and then the next day, January 2nd, Possibly an even more entertaining game. The Valero Alamo Bowl. So, gasoline, a lot. Well, all engines will be firing on all cylinders because Oregon is playing TCU. This is going to be one hell of an offensive juggernaut match. Yeah, because both quarterbacks are healthy. (laughs) Yep. Both running backs, both sets of receivers, they can go. In terms of just, like, personnel-wise, like, TCU and Oregon, both their quarterbacks are more runners than they are throwers. Um, they're still pretty good throwers. Yeah. Boykin and Adams are solid. Yeah, and both their both their wide receiver core is outstanding. Both have a pretty outstanding standout running back. Mm-hmm. Like, like this, if you can, if any of these bowl games were mirror images of pl- playing each other, this would be it. Yeah. This this pretty much. I mean, Oregon has the more gaudy uniform, so they might win in that respect. But. Yeah. But I hope TCU wins. Yeah. The, well, I mean, they're from Texas, and they're going to San Antonio, so they'll have a few more fans there. Yeah. But Oregon travels well. There's Oregon fans everywhere because yeah. of their snazzy outfits. And Nike. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I think Oregon has a good chance. Yeah. I mean, for me, the only reason I root for TCU is because I'm a San Diego Chargers fan, which means I am also a Ladanian Tomlinson mm-hmm. fan, which means I am also a TCU fan because he went to TCU. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird to think of him wearing purple though, with all the years that you saw him in like powder blue, blue, blue and gold. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope the Horn Frogs win. Um, mm-hmm. they've had a pretty good season. They, 
They, you know, they almost made it into the playoffs. But barring. then it all fell down. Yeah, very quickly. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, what can you do? Yeah, and the last one on January 2nd, uh, West Virginia plays Arizona State in the Motel 6 Cactus Bowl. The Pierre Ingram Memorial Bowl. Yep. At Chase Field. Yeah. If we, if we had gone to this game, I don't think they would have been able to tell our uniforms apart from West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Ergo, why we're playing in the Armed Forces Bowl. But this should be entertaining. Arizona State, they're right there. Their fans don't have to travel very much either. Berkovici's very good. Lucian's very good. So they, they'll have a puncher's chance. I think West Virginia pulls it out just because they're a better team. So if you let's look at it this way, is I want to ask you a question: Is West Virginia the East Coast version of Cal? Uh, I'd compare them more to Washington than Cal. Okay, just because they've been consistently good for a long time, and they'll have a couple of years where they'll where they'll peak. But they've never gotten over like the serious. They've never gotten over a big hump. Yeah. Other than the Pat White days back in the day, where they were gaudy good. Best team to play with in the that year's NCAA football. Yeah, because he's just running around with Pat yeah. White, and, it's just, and you just can't stop him. Yeah, no. That's why everyone hates Michael Vick in Madden 04, I think. <laughs> so That was a cheat code. Legit yeah. cheat code. My brother always kicked my ass with Mike Vick. So. Yeah, that's what – I mean, I just – I don't think they realized, like, they have to tune the defense to match a running quarterback. Yeah. Like – In the newer ones, it's a little tougher, but – Yeah, yeah. Because I remember the first one with Cam Newton, I tried to run with Cam Newton a lot, mm-hmm. and it worked until they like up they came out with an update, and then it just you couldn't no. run with Cam Newton anymore. You no. could not run at all, like even even set runs you couldn't do with Cam Newton. So. No. Uh, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up our football talk. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll we'll be back next week with, of course, the the recap of the the Air Force game, uh, our last yeah. football recap of the year. Uh, well, it's the last podcast of the year, technically. So yeah, that is true, too. It'll actually be the first football recap of the next year. Ah, uh, you are correct. It will be 2016. Will be, we'll be doing it on the third. Yeah. Or, then, or uh, fourth, because there's a basketball game on uh, that Sunday. That is. That is true. And then maybe, I'm thinking in about two weeks' time, we can do a uh, preview of next season. Since we know what the schedule is going to look yeah. like, we'll go through. Maybe we'll do it in two specials. One yeah. one with the first half of the season and another we'll one. some special music for you, too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, you know what? Let's move on to basketball. Uh, okay. Let's let's talk about the women's first. Okay, let's talk Good. about... let's talk about happy things. Yeah. Um, the number one uh, at the time, number 21 Cal beats number 19 UCLA at home, uh, 108 to 104 in double overtime. Um, this happened last week. I didn't realize how small of a rotation uh, Coach G has. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have a deep team. I'm, I think They're running seven deep. I think there's there's girls that can probably play later on in the season, um, but for right now it's like seven or eight, eight tops. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I'm looking at we're you and I are both looking at this uh, this box score. Yeah, it's in, it's insane on uh, our end and their end. I mean, Christina Nig. I mean, just looking at our team though right now, Christina Nigwe, eleven of fifteen. Three of five from the line, 10, 10, re, 10, re, 10 re, 25 points. No assists. No assists. She's and a block and a steal. Or two steals. Two steals, yeah. And she fouled out, too. <laughs> Jesus. In uh, 32 minutes. Yeah. And, and then uh, uh, Asha Thomas, 14 yep. points, 11 assists, eight turnovers. Yeah. But three steals. 
Yes. So these ladies do work. I'd say come on down and watch a game with these guys. Yeah, Courtney Range, uh, 22 out of 20, 22 shooting. 12 for 22. Uh, 12 for 22, oh, sorry. 2 of 4 from 3-point range, 12 rebounds, 29 points, 5 assists, 1 block, 5 turnovers, but... Eh. That's you know incredible. what? That's some Kobe numbers right there. That is that is some Kobe numbers. I mean, the shooting is better than Kobe at the moment, but yeah. this old school Kobe. Yeah, that's that's pretty much a Kobe line right that's there. That's Froby. <laughs> yeah, that is. And maybe take away like four rebounds. Yeah, I think take away about four rebounds. So about eight rebounds. That's about a Kobe number. Kobe line right there. <laughs> but yeah, this was this was one hell of a game. Double overtime at Haas. Like, yeah, wasn't the biggest uh, crowd, obviously. But. Yeah. But it was probably rocking, from what I from what I understood on Twitter and everything. This this stadium, this was every it was nuts. It was going crazy. That's so, a good sign. This was a, this was fun. I, I can only assume how how much fun it was. Um, but yeah, I mean this this women's team is fun to watch right now. They're really fun. Um, and if you have the time, please 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 go check out one of their games because I went to one. They're amazing. They're a lot of fun to watch and. I, don't know, I have fun. I personally have fun at these games. So, uh, and then uh, we'll talk about the Benz team. The only game they played this past week, um, they went to Virginia on Tuesday. Um, Cal loses sixty-three to sixty-two. On uh, it was Perantes. Yep, who Perantes. nailed that three? Yeah, right at the end. Yep. Uh, I gotta hand it to them. They kept it close the entire time. They did. And we couldn't quite finish it. Our Tyrone did not have the best game. Nope. But that being said, the freshmen were very impressive. Jalen Brown in particular. He made most of his free throws, which was a big thing. But he was the spark plug. Yeah. He was the guy who basically could... He wasn't over-aggressive. He only... Were, he had four turnovers, but he wasn't over-aggressive in those turnovers. Those were just... Good defense by Virginia. But there's one play where he gets the ball and realizes, hey, I can push this, but not too far, and got a really nice dunk in yeah. the transition. And just stuff like that. He's starting to get the flow of the game, and Rab was excellent on the boards He was there. amazing. His hands of glue. That and also his just his efficiency. And I mean, it's, it's incredible. He has, he's poised. He only had nine points, but it was it was four of six, one of one from the line. Made with, his free throw with got 12, twelve rebounds, five offensive. I mean that 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 uh, I mean just that just that split right, five yeah. offensive and seven defensive. You can't get more balanced no, than that. No, you can't. And he actually played the most. Uh, he had forty two minutes. Yeah, it's like, it's simply amazing how much yeah. damage he can do just just by himself, literally, yeah. uh, literally by himself. No plays need to be set for him. This kid can just do whatever he wants on the yeah, block. The only problem with his game right now was that he he couldn't pass out of the double team because we have no one else to help him down low. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, more of a failing of Rooks and Okoro than it is of Rab. Yeah. And he got doubled so many times, and Rab or Okoro would be open. And I just wanted him to, like, toss it over his head yeah. so he could alley-oop it or something. But. See, because I'm looking at this going, if... You know, I just I'm a I'm a big Laker fan, so I just remember just the recent Lakers with Andrew Bynum and Pau Gasol. Yeah. If we didn't have Andrew Bynum in that championship run, and we had Pau, but but our center happened to be 
DJ Mabenga. Yes. Okay. Congo Cash, man. <laughs> uh, but I like the guy. I can't think of any center that I I, I dislike. Eric um, Dampier. Javale McGee. Adonal Foyle. There it is. Okay. Like one of those. Yeah. Just just butterfingers, whatever. No matter how much Pau Gasol is such a like a, a great player on the elbow just at the foul free throw line with passing. Too. Yeah. If they can't finish, those passes are meaningless. If they yeah. can't catch the ball, those passes are meaningless. And that's basically what we have right now. JaVale McGee. <laughs> is Ivan so good at the elbows and at the free throw line and right off the blocks? And he's so he's able to his vision is pretty amazing out of the post. Yeah. But the fact that he can't make those passes is because there there's not that much trust there yet. Need more cutters too. Yeah, that too. Um so I don't know. I don't know how you balance this. Um I mean the offense does look neater. It does look more crisp. It does yeah. look like guys know what their role in the offense is and where they want to pick their spots. And it also looks like the guys are trying to because the older guys are figuring out where the freshmen like the ball. Yeah. The younger guys are trying to figure out where they need to go to get the ball from the older guys. Yeah. Um, and how to play off of them. So it's it's getting there. It's getting there. It's just not there yet. No, um, no, no. But this game, the only reason I'm just so angered about this game is that Cal – I'm know. i pretty sure you saw this stat too while you were watching the game on TV – is Cal led for 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. We were tied for about three or four. They let Cal led in the final for thirty nine minutes and thirty nine seconds. Yeah, UVA led for thirty two seconds. seconds. And that's 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 what was just the lead only changed three times. Yeah. So that tells you that this this was in our hands. Like it, this this all we needed to do was execute properly. Because I mean, look. You look at you look at their first half scoring. They they shot eighteen yeah. percent. They shot four twenty two. You knew that was not going to happen in the no, second half. No, no, no. They're a way better team than that, which they did. They came out and scored at uh, thirteen of twenty four, fifty four point two percent. Yeah. And they made all three of their threes in yeah. the second half. But the lucky part is that we held them to not too many because that's been our issue this year. That teams will go bombing away on us. Yeah, I mean they they shot seven of twelve from three for the entire game, including it, overtime. It's funny because on two-pointers, we're fine. We're holding teams to about May 38%. Which is good. That's a great number. We're also holding them to 38% by the three-point line, which is bad. Yeah. So so what needs to be done there is either you have to run guys off the three-point line and funnel them into your big guys, like I hope we do this uh, upcoming game tomorrow with Davidson. Davidson, or you've just got to – I don't know, force the mid-range shots. That's yeah. what's been in vogue in the NBA. That's how Dallas corralled LeBron and company in 2011. Yeah. Not a lot of teams are teams that play like the Spurs. No. There are not a lot of teams that play the mid-range game and play also just the passing game. Yeah. So if we can force teams to play in that field, you're going to – you have a higher chance of winning. Yeah, force them in the mid-range shots. Yeah. They're being moved away from so much because they are the most inefficient. Because also, if you force them into mid-range, which means the rebounds are shorter, and we've been rebounding the heck out of the board. So We have a guy who I think is the best rebounder in the Pac-12. So. Might even in the country yeah, he's in terms of just rebounding rate. Um, so, I mean, we talked about this all the time. We have This is a team that needs to peak in March, not right now. 
This is not a team that w- needs to be on a win streak. This yeah. was a great test, and they're this is going to hurt for them, and this is going to be the fire for these guys for the rest of the season. But on the flip side, I'm also in the boat of January 1st is our first Pac-12, Pac-12 yeah. game. Against Colorado, yeah. who's Davidson a good team. is a very good team. Um, and Davidson isn't as good as I thought they would be. No, no, but. they're really not. Um, but But the reason I bring this up is – realistically, we only have one more game to get this right. Yes. And I think I was enthused by a few things that I saw. Yeah. But it's not there. No. No, it's not nearly the one of those. The circle is not complete. Yeah. It's not at a point where we can look at the basketball team and go, okay, we lost because we just had a poor shooting night. Or yeah. we lost just because they were better. It's not. It's still not one of those yet. No. It's still. Because they weren't better. They weren't. They really weren't. We let them off the hook. <laughs> yeah. They we, are who we thought they would. Wait, yeah, keep yeah. going. Sorry, <laughs> but it was just one of those where we we can pinpoint so many things that went wrong. It's not just one particular thing. And you know, if if you're one of the Duke fans or the UNC fans or the the the, the big blue bloods of college basketball, then whenever go home you, because we don't like you. <laughs> yeah, but one of the reasons for them is when they lose, it's one of those. Okay, we just shot really terribly that game. Yeah. Right. It's just it's it's a it's a one sided talent thing. Exactly. It's never we. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that needs to be solidified and taken care of by January 1st or else we're going to lose a series of games going into the Pac-12. And that is not beneficial for anyone. No, no, no. I mean, for reasonably, we you could have lost every single game in the preseason. And if you had won, let's say, 90 percent of the Pac-12 games. You're in a pretty good spot because the yeah. Pac-12 this year is, is stronger than most people imagined yeah. it to be. So, I mean, I'm thankful for the nine and three start, but we need to get it together quick, real quick, and time is running out. Yeah, but you know, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not in the boat of our basketball season's done. Like you know, there's it's there's not. a lot there's a lot of people that are saying that. I'm it's not. It's a little in that less boat. entertaining to watch than I thought it would be, but yeah. we're fine. Yeah, I mean, right now it is, but who knows? Come, come mid January, early February, this yeah. might be one of the best college basketball teams to watch. Which, by the way, Slam Magazine just put up an article on Cal basketball, mm-hmm. saying, and the title of it was "Is Cal the most entertaining basketball team to watch in college basketball?" I read that article. Yeah. So p- if people are saying that about us, yeah, it's possible that we can still get there. It's, it's also just, possible that they haven't seen a game and they're just saying on conjecture. But you know what? We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take any national spotlight that comes our way. We won't shy away from it. We yeah. will bask ourselves in the limelight. We shall overcome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that pretty much is it. Um, yeah, wraps it. That really legit wraps it. And then we have the Cal basketball game tomorrow against Davidson, which I will be at. I um, will, too. Yeah. I decided to go as a fan to at least one of these games. So good, good on you. I'll wave at you from across the court. Yeah. So this might be one of those games where we just have a lot of dunks. I think personally. I hope so. um, Davidson hasn't exactly played the strongest schedule no, so far. No. And for any of you who are expecting to come to this game, uh, which if Steph you're Curry will not be there. Steph Curry will not be there. They are praying at Sacramento uh, tomorrow night. So yeah. sorry. Sorry, guys. No Steph. Um, Probably eat clay for Washington State again. Most likely, I would assume. Um, probably the Arizona game might have Kerr and Walton in the crowd, which they've been in the crowds yeah. for those games. Um, Wouldn't so. be surprised. Yeah. 
which which is going to be weird for me. If if Steve Kirk comes to that game, is he going to wear one of those like half Cal, half Arizona hats? Yeah, like they used to do with uh, Joe Ship and his brother. Yeah, is that how it's going to be? <laughs> but eh, maybe who knows? Um, but yeah, that pretty much wraps up our talk uh, for this week. Yeah, pretty good episode. Yeah, tweet at us as you know. Yeah, do, of course. At Golden Blocks at yeah. Trace Travers three for yep. Rob. Yeah, Rob eleven H W A N G. Yes, indeed. Our website at Golden Blogs or CaliforniaGoldenBlogs.com. Um, and also email at us, uh, cgbbearcast at gmail.com. Yes, do that. Um, which, and you know what? Let's end on a high note. We have six reviews. Yeah. We have an average rating of five stars. Yes, we still need to figure out how to get rid of that four star review. <laughs> Is, uh, but, but to his credit, he's, I think, I think he is the first guy who reviewed our uh, yeah. our thing. So that was and four stars said, reasonable. He said it was because we didn't have intro music yeah. at the time. And now we do. So it would have been five stars if we were in the Tokyo Dome, as yeah. they say. Yeah. So, so now we're reviewed. And now you can, if you type in California in the search bar on iTunes, we're one of the searches that show up. We're without the top you playing, of the pops. Without you playing, pressing enter, we're one of the ones that show up now. We're five so. stars. We're Austin versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. <laughs> we are getting up there. Yeah. We're, we're getting more and more famous. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We get asked actual questions on Twitter now. Yes, we do. It's we it, do. It's interesting when someone like asks both of us in Golden Blog saying, hey, what do you guys think of this? And yeah. I'm like, why are you asking me? <laughs> I shouldn't be the one making, forming, helping you form an opinion on this. Yeah. But I you mean, know what? That's cool. I will take those questions over questions like from our dear friend, Mr. Rollins, saying, what is your favorite bird? Okay. I will. I will. Well, t- it is the penguin. Yeah. We've been over this. And it's the African or European swallow for me. Yes. It's, we've been over this. Uh, favorite color is blue. <laughs> no green. No. no. Um, but yeah, that. So it's nice. It's nice to know that we have a five star rating. Um, wow, we have a five star rating. Yeah. So if you guys are We're interested, the best in the world. <laughs> if you guys are interested, please review us on iTunes. It would be a, a enormous, enormous help. Um, and one more funny thing to note is the guy who's reviewed our iTunes thing uh, most recent. Mm-hmm. His username is uh, Brennan Scarlet. Oh God! And he said he said something along the lines of, "If I was, if it wasn't." If it was you guys who interviewed me, maybe I wouldn't have left. <laughs> that like that's how he starts his review. <laughs> and I I read that and I I literally burst into laughter. Yeah, and I, that's, oh my goodness. Cuz cuz I read the review at first and I had no idea what it meant when he said that. Like I was like, what does it mean? Like maybe he listened yeah. to some other podcast and then came back to us or something like that, but I, I looked at his username and I was like, oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> it, all <laughs> it all makes sense now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. Um, if you have the time, go re- read that review. That <laughs> is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, once again, thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, we will be back uh, next week with our recap of the Air Force game and uh, probably a preview of the 2016 season as well. Yeah. And, and some other basketball news. And from the both of us, uh, go Bears. Go Bears. Let's go. You know it. What? Tell the story. What? You got a whole damn world. This is bad.